Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 282. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. James motherfucking Babs. Hello. <laughs> and Dan, taxation is theft, Beerman. Yo. Dan is running for, uh, Dan is trying to go for the, like, the Libertarian Party's presidential nomination. That's, and uh you are a glutton for punishment sir yeah <laughs> dude uh like like dan bearman dan bearman I, I gotta say dude i was hoping you would wear the merlin hat dude i yeah i mean well i mean the closest i got is like this one if you want to it, it turns it into almost like a poke. Yeah, the other hat's cool I was, just, I was just kind of fucking with you a little bit but, <laughs> but yeah. i love i love the messaging dan i love it thank I you think, i think i think it's a, just a perfect thing to lead with for a libertarian candidate gets right to the heart of things and uh it seems to be working out for you yeah um there is a i i, I can't do it here but there's like a facebook filter that'll put the hat on uh, no way <laughs> i just can't run it into zoom that's so, awesome so right plus we can we can we can help the cia perfect their facial recognition software <laughs> while wearing a taxation is theft hat that sounds awesome two right? birds one stone so uh Dan, you're, you're, you're in cancun right now right I am a little bit south of Cancun, but yeah, same area. So, like, what are you doing in Cancun? Um, hanging out, working, going to the beach, having uh, margaritas. Cool, cool. So, <laughs> sounds like good times, dude. Is every yeah. is everything open down there? No, it's um, there's uh, it varies. Um, a lot of stuff shut down. Uh, I just heard that there's out of the there's there's four terminals in the airport, and three of them are shut down. Um. And of course, like most of like this entire peninsula thrives on tourism. So, um, yeah, all kinds of businesses are shut down. Mm. Um, there's a lot of restaurants. Uh, some of them are open for delivery, but just because there's no tourists here, um, there's, you know, they, they can't. No reason to open. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of sucks, but, um, hopefully we'll get things back on track pretty soon here. Hmm. So, uh, Dan, how old are you? This could be like twenty questions, dude. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite fruit? I think I just I think I just turned thirty nine. Okay, so like, what do you think? What do you think that is there like some sort of itch that you scratch that the other LP presidential nominees doesn't scratch? Like, yeah. like, like you know, like why should delegates pick you? Because I'm the only real libertarian. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. How? All right, bring it on. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> I like the sound of this so far. No, I mean, there's, there's, um, I joke about that all the time, but, um, <laughs> there's, we actually, uh, one of my friends, Clayton Hunt, um, we, we started a website for him. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, go to, uh, uh, what is it? The only real libertarian.com. And, uh, he's up there. <laughs> there's, there's a, it's the, it's the world's shortest political quiz. It's only like one question. Um, but, uh, uh, what was the question? So <laughs> why, why pick you? Well, okay. So yeah, why pick you? Why pick you? That so was the question. There's, there's a few different reasons. Um, one reason is 
The, I just cut big, right to the chase, dude. This is why you're here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so chase, the big dude. the big thing that most libertarians miss um, and, and, and is that you know they they want to stick to the echo chamber, right? They don't want to think outside the box. They don't. They're like, ah, we hate Democrats, we hate Republicans, and it's like, okay, yeah, but if you think about it, those Democrats and the Republicans, as much as you hate them, are like not. We're not talking about the politicians, the voters, the people who vote for them. Those are the people who are standing in your way of getting rid of the government. Because when you go, hey, let's cut this program, it's these hundreds of millions of voters that are out there saying, no, 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 we like that. Um, so we need to reach them with this libertarian message. And I've actually had a lot of success with that. I've gotten Bernie Sanders and, and Andrew Yang people to turn around and be full libertarian. Let's get rid of the FDA. Really? Do um, you credit novelty headwear? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Which I've heard, I've heard has actually been banned at some LP conventions. Yes, they have, uh, they have censured it from their debates. Um, what, was, what the hell's going dude, on like, there? Like, that seems like uh, transphobic. Free speech, right? That seems transphobic, dude. It's, it's, it's speech phobic. It's, it's trans hat phobic, I guess. Well, I mean, like if a trans person wanted to wear a hat, it would be kind of transphobic that they couldn't wear it, right? <laughs> Yeah. I just think it's. I just think it's. It just shows ignorance of the power of novelty headwear. Okay. Right. okay, okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's dude, religious man, headwear. Man, man, I man. mean, if I were a pastafarian, would they tell me I couldn't wear my colander? It's true. Hey, uh, the Dan Beerman, is it fair to say that you choose tit over ass? Uh, I don't. I, ass is a. That's a association of socialist. Uh, uh, what is it? Yeah, I, I'm. Not, I'm not into them. No, it was kind of like it was a female question, like you know, because they say like, <laughs> like either your ass. Oh or yeah, no, definitely the other. But it was it was also like a joke about like taxation is theft too, so it was, it was kind of like a little pun thing going on. It was a Very good little. try, Matt. I like Very little. <laughs> Matt's a little. In that six minutes that you were late, he was he got a little ripped. So. <laughs> awesome. So so they they censured your hat. Did they did they censure um, Berman Supreme's boot? Yeah. There, so there was, okay, some, some places they really didn't care, but some, some states, and, and this is the thing, this is another criticism I have of the LP is every state wants to have their own debate, which is wonderful. But like, if you look at the way the Democrats did it, they made a show out of it. And the show was like, everything was connected and made one, one piece. So like they're on TV. It's like one Netflix show with like 10 episodes is how they okay, did their so, debate. So your slogan is Democrats do it better. I mean, well, here's the thing. They have a billion dollars and they invest that money in people who know what the hell they're doing, right? So they know how to put on a good production. And there's all these things that the libertarians, I think, are really missing that, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to be lying, pandering politicians, but there is a lot to learn from. The showmanship. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, play some music when the candidates come out on the stage, right? <laughs> like rock stars or a WWE yeah. entrance. Or right? like, hold on. I want well, you know what? This is why this is where the LP needs their candidates because the candidates are showing up to bring the rock. Like you're supposed to like, you're here to rock. Like, okay guys, like, I'd like to see like I I'd like to see candidates that have like their own sort of like crew that maybe has like a little like could like break into freestyle at any time, have some theme music, you know, right. like just um I don't know, have a little presence, bring a little, you know, yeah, bring a little bring a little something to the and, game. And that's what that's what Vermin did. And I mean, I, I I absolutely hate it, but to be honest, he's doing a much better job with his boot than I am with my hat. Um but they, they he's been at it for that. longer though 
Well, and how could you, yeah. po- I mean, how could you possibly attempt to out novelty headwear yeah, right. you can't. Supreme? You're not going to do that. However, yours has an advertising slogan on it that is undeniable, uh, understandable, and it immediately direct as soon as they see it. They see the boot and they're like, well, that's interesting, but they have no idea what's going on there. Right. Hey, uh, Dan, would you consider a taxation as theft strap on? And where would you strap it to? <laughs> I mean, strap it on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had they had the waving dildos at the last convention, so why not? Oh, yeah. We, well, I mean, we could just put the, the, the taxation stuff stickers on it. Um, true. Into- <laughs> I want to I get back to what you were talking about earlier. You mentioned um, how you were able to connect with, like, Bernie bros and Yang bros. Yang, Yang gangers. Wings. Yang uh, Gangsters, gang gangers, um, gang uh, gangers. <laughs> so, how, so what is what is your tactic for doing that? How how do you accomplish that sort of thing? So it's really just like a basic understanding that like these are just normal people. Um, they they just like us. They have problems in their life and they're looking for solutions. Like how can I how can I fix this problem in my life? And they go out in the world and they're like, who's going to fix my problem? And there goes Bernie Sanders. Oh, I'm going to give you free healthcare and free college education. And they're like, okay, well that sounds cool. Um, and so all you really have to do is say, okay, what problem are they trying to solve with this? And that's access to healthcare, access to education, or, um, and why do, why do people really want to go to colleges so they can have a better future? Right. It's mm-hmm. we're, we're, con- we're conditioned to think that's what we have to do after high school. Um, and so the solution to that problem is to say, okay, look, we'll get you your healthcare. Um, we're not going to like steal from from some guy and like give it to you instead we're just gonna get get the government out of the way did you know the government is the reason why your health care is so expensive did you right. know you could buy your insulin on uh, on the other side of the mexican border for a tenth of the price but the government tells you you can't bring it back because that's illegal and you're gonna hurt the profits of the big pharmaceutical corporations and then they're like they're like yeah and the next thing you know they're like yeah we should get rid of the fda mm-hmm. um it's it, it's really is like you know, focus, focus on the problem and solve their problem. Because when you come at them with the tradi- traditional uh, libertarian way, which is like, yeah, we, we need Medicare for all. And the libertarian is like, no, screw that. You're wrong. You're a bad person. You're a commie and you're going to go to hell. Then it's like you, you lost them and they're not going right. to listen to you. They're not going to become a libertarian. Even though it's true. So, yeah. <laughs> well, th- that's the thing. Like, yeah. they're, not really, they're not really socialists in the way that like, they're not sitting there like Karl Marx, like I'm going to design a system that's going to steal from us. It, they're just like following the lead of these politicians that tell them, yeah, "Oh yeah, it's, it's like, more of like a, a Che Wagner approach." Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's they're they're just like following someone else's lead. They, that's the thing. Like when it comes to Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders is like, "Yeah, I'm, I'll steal the money for you. I'll send the IRS to steal the money for you." But when it comes to the guy that's like getting his his tuition paid for, it's like. It's like, yeah, it's not stealing. Bernie Sanders is giving it to me, right? So there's like no, there's, there's no like any, any feeling of remorse on like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm spending stolen money. Even when they understand that the money is coming from someone else, they don't care, right? You know, it's more, it's very appealing to a young person without a lot of money to have their student debt forgiven or uh, to have uh, the government pay for their health care. And it's just very... You know, sure. it's hard to appeal to those people because they're they're really in it for themselves. They want they want a handout, right? Kyle, stop romanticizing well, statism. Well, I don't. Well, really not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't agree correct. with them. I don't agree with them. I'm just saying, like, but that's we can't out promise them. Uh, you know, it's hard to. 
it's like right, but it's not it's not it's not that if, they want the handout for the nature of the handout per se. I think what you were tr- trying to say there is they're trying to catch uh, a handy. They want their problem solved. Right, exactly. They have problems. Like they don't care. They don't care if you have to steal from somebody to get them their college, or if if you can get them their college. Like right. I mean, realistically, um, they're uh, shit. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they want something for nothing. But there's no, often they, somebody else that they think should be giving it to them, whether it's well, blah, there, blah, there, blah, there's, some there's rich an people. Element, there's an element of jealousy and envy that goes towards right, like, but oh, this landlord well, should, you know. Right, but every a single libertarian is a, is but a socialist But it's also too. like, well, I've been paying into this my whole life, so now it's my turn to collect Social Security. Well, like, yeah, all tell, well, tell some old person though. on Social Security that they're a welfare whore. Uh, they're not going to take kindly to it. Right, because well, I paid yeah. into that my whole life. Right, um, they yeah, did. Understandably, unfortunately, so, right? they paid into something. That money got spent on bombs and hookers and and coke and shit, and that's gone. <laughs> that right? we didn't even get to have, like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. You, that's um, why we should be able to buy our own hookers. So go. now, so now <laughs> the old people on Social Security are collecting welfare. You know, it's like sorry, right? But you are, but nobody's going to want to hear that. But uh, or. They vote according to, well, you know, I'm a big union guy and the union says I got to vote for blank. So that's what I do. Nobody cares. Like everybody's like, well, they're in it for their own interest one way or another. Well, here's what's interesting about like, you know, when, when I, okay, Bernie Sanders plan, right? What does it do? It takes from one group of people to make sure that people who don't have a lot of money can go get their, can go afford the high prices, right? It doesn't fix the high prices. It puts, it takes money from over here and sticks it in your pocket. What does that ultimately do? It keeps the prices up, which means those big evil billionaires that you hate so much are making even bigger profits because now more people are paying even higher prices for these medications. But you don't feel it because it's, it's free for you, right? But if you say, if you really hate those corrupt billionaires, wouldn't you want to take their profits away? Because if you got rid of these, these government regulations that are allowing them to protect their monopolies, not only are the prices going to come down so low that you can afford it without insurance... But those billionaires are going to stop making all that money because they no longer have those monopoly protections. And then they're like, whoa, Bernie Sanders wasn't going to do that. They think they can control it, too. Yeah, but it's like there's there's I mean, that's why they always demonize billionaires, too. And then you tell them like, yeah, but there there are plenty of, of, you know, yeah, there's plenty of corrupt billionaires, but there's also plenty of billionaires who are spending all their money trying to feed um, you know, feed uh, uh, impoverished, uh, impoverished nations and, and everything else. Um, so, so yeah, it's pick and choose, punish people for their actual crimes. Don't just pick a generic group. Otherwise you might as well be saying, well, uh, you know, uh, this, this guy of a certain race broke in and stole something. I'm going to punish that entire race by sending them all to prison. No, that doesn't make any sense. So yes, if one billionaire has a corrupt scheme that he's ripping people off and you're going to say all billionaires should go to prison. Um, no. And, but here's the, here's another thing. Like I created this, this new American dream based on the foundation that, you know, Okay, so everybody's, everybody's a socialist when they're in survival mode, right? Like, as, as complete libertarians, it's illegal to break and enter and steal people's food and other things, right? But if you're hiking through the woods and a snowstorm comes along and your only way to survive is if you break into that empty cabin, breaking and entering, and, the only, and you're stuck there for a couple of days, but there's some food, you're going to eat someone else's food, that's breaking and entering and stealing, but it's for survival, right? And when you consider 
that most people in America are in survival mode because they're in debt, they have no savings, they can't own land because of property taxes and everything else. The FHA has made housing ridiculously expensive. Um, they're forced to work and work and work and live paycheck to paycheck. That is survival mode. And they're, when you're in survival mode, you're willing to steal and kill and lie and cheat and everything else. Mm -hmm. um, and when the politicians are, first of all, they're creating policies that are putting people in survival mode, then they're making it worse by saying, oh yeah, you're gonna die if we don't pass this new Medicare program. Like they're, they're like using that and making it worse by creating these fears and, and just pushing people further down there so it's easier for them to pass programs that lets them steal and then give you know, the crumbs to everybody else. Hey, so what kind of response are you getting to the taxation is theft message from like normal people? Like I noticed some stuff from your website um, and I, I guess it looks like a quote from a New York Times article uh, that, that says uh, Dan Bierman uh, leads the taxation is theft movement and has a website that he runs from Cancun, Mexico. Anyway, one sentence in and they're, they've already said your primary message, right? Like, but what are, what are like regular people? They must be like, but no, it's uh-uh, right. or how it's does that mix. go? Some people instantly, they're like, they're like, yeah, I, yeah, I never really, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, they just like totally like, yeah, I always kind of knew it, but like now I, now I know because somebody said it. Um, and then other people are like, no, because, and those are usually the Democrats, because we, like taxes are how we're going to take money from the rich and pay for these other programs. But then you start pointing out, okay, well, do you like, like you pay taxes, right? And they're, most of them are like, yeah. Well, do you realize how much you're paying in taxes, all the hidden taxes? Do you like where your taxes are going? Do you like the bombs that they drop on all these foreign countries? And you start pointing, do you like the drug war that's paid for with your taxes and all these other things? And usually they're, they're like, yeah, no, no, I don't really like that. Um, and so Donald Trump's golf outings. Yeah, exactly. So, so you, it doesn't always, you know, they don't turn into like anarchists within like a five minute conversation, <laughs> but you do start planting seeds and you get people interested and you get those conversations going. And that's really what's, what's important is to get those conversations going. Because if everybody is out there having the conversation, well, which is better, this evil or that evil, and nobody's talking about getting rid of evil. Well, once you start the conversation, I had this interesting conversation with this guy, taxation and stuff. I don't really, I don't really agree with him, but he had a couple interesting points. And then they start telling their friends and, and and this is how this whole thing works. And um, we've been having amazing success from it. That's, I think it's so, pretty cool. Let yeah. me read a couple other, uh, you've got some endorsements on your website that I thought were pretty impressive. Um, Alex Forthman says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this man is the first politician I haven't wanted to punch in the face. Uh, David Ballantine, Dan is about the only one running for anything who I wouldn't bash. I don't know why. <laughs> Brian Jensen, Dan doesn't try to sell you a pile of shit as gold. <laughs> These awesome. sound legit to me. Like right? I, I, I'm they not going like to quite. Real, uh, I, I don't think you're the kind of person that would make up these kind of endorsements for your website, <laughs> like other candidates. So uh, awesome. anyway, uh, kudos yeah, like, to like, you. Like, could you imagine the crazy shit that Kyle Wagner would make up? Hmm. Yeah. What, um, what would, yeah. What would that be? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm. I curious. Know, I was just making jokes, dude. How did How did you um get into libertarianism? Were there like were, were you a Rothbard guy or a Hoppy guy or or uh, what I were was some a, of your influences? I was a tax dodger and a traffic ticket fighter. Nice. Um. So it it really just kind of came from my 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 own interest in being um free and independent from government control. So um, it was like natural. You're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, 
I, I definitely did some learning along the way. Um, I mean, I, I used to think, you know, like when I was a kid, I grew up in, in like, you know, California and like, um, my, a lot of people in my family, my, my mom, you my grew grandpa. Up in California? Like, yeah. Okay. Are you in any punk rock? Am I in or into? Are, are you into, into any punk into, rock? Yeah. You can't enunciate right now. Like, like, like I can enunciate faggot. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, so, like, I'm like, I didn't have a band though. Okay. So like, like what punk bands were you into? Oh man. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess Goldfinger and, uh, Green Day. I know that's kind of like, people wouldn't call that punk. A little bit of ska. Some of the, man, it's been a while since like, I had like to answer this kind of question. What's that? Yeah, like Less Than Jake? Like ska? Yes. Ivy. Yes. Less Than cool. Jake. Yeah. Nice. That same old town. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was I just thinking about today? Um, uh, suicidal tendencies. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of a yeah. That's a very libertarian song. All I wanted was a Pepsi, and then fucking government came along and said, "No, we're going to put a sugar tax on that, and we're going to throw you in prison because uh, you're you're consuming too much Pepsi." It's it's for your own good. We decided. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, What? um, Offspring. I know they're kind of like they were more punk, and then they kind of like went pop. yeah, I mean, dude, I'm I'm a, a pretty big fan of the Offspring's like first three records. So. Yeah, it's about yeah, time we got a, a libertarian candidate that actually likes punk rock on the punk rock libertarians. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll admit to it and discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> and totally. um, uh, what is it? Um, the Misfits. Like oh some other yeah, stuff. yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. All, all wise selections. Hey, so They're we classic. have some uh, we have some questions from the Discord. Um. So, so on our last episode, we had Larry Sharp, and he was talking about how he was good for down ticket candidates. He's not into punk, is he? I, I don't think so. <laughs> he, he doesn't he, act uh, like he is. I he, he actually yeah. he name dropped the the. He did Ramones. say the Ramones. Yeah, Ramones. That okay. counts. But uh, so, anyways, um, he wants to be sedated you, by yeah, the mandate. Rock. I want right. to be sedated too. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> do you think you're like? Do you think you're a better candidate for down ballot or uh, yeah, down ticket, down ballot candidates? And, I think so. I mean, we've we've reached out. Um, we've already built websites in 2016. I was actually working on McAfee's campaign, and that was part of the deal was that we were going to build websites for. Uh, we don't call them down ballot, uh, or we did back then. Now we're calling them cross ballot. But so you were working on the McAfee's campaign, yeah, twenty sixteen, yeah. Like, like, do you know anything about like when he was running for president before he actually went to the LP? Oh, like what? As an independent? Yeah, like when he initially started. Oh, yeah, running, that's right. Like, like I, I heard that he was talking about like workfare uh, programs and shit. I don't know. I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things that that I, I've like heard, but apparently, like the websites were taken down. So, so yeah, you said you said you made a bunch of websites, right? Yeah, I think you yes. made one for uh, Davey out in uh, Florida. Yeah, for, that's uh, this year. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And we're trying to get more up. It's 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 really difficult because like the LP likes to they they like to fill all the slots, which means a lot of the candidates aren't really serious, um, which is unfortunate. It also means that we're kind of dilute diluting our energy. It, it would be much better if we took a few candidates and took you know everybody who was interested in running and got them to combine their efforts. Um, but 
so, so we've created this SWAT team, which is basically a team of, of candidates that we're, we're reinforcing each other's message, but we're also sharing resources. So for example, um, one guy came to me while I was doing TitFest last, last weekend. Um, uh, yeah. Did you guys see that? Dude, I saw that. That, that was like a, a your, your TitFest thing. Like, I don't know. I missed that. Okay, yeah. Oh, dude, that I, I, I have a theory, James Babb. But yes, <laughs> how and what is the theory, dude? I was just fucking with you. Okay, so dude, dude, like 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 Tiffest, like you had so, like 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 for one, like great name, dude. But it looked like you had like a, a ton of like really huge guests and stuff, and it was it was going all weekend. Like, tell us about this. Yeah, we had over forty speakers. It was we had two live streams going at the same time. The idea was to be like a wow, convention, dude. like a that libertarian cool. convention where there's like two speakers and you get to go to the room that you you know the speaker you want to see. Mm. Um. And uh, so we had two streams going for 12 hours because everyone's in different time zones. So we started um, 12 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Eastern Daylight Time, not, not Eastern Standard Time, um, 10, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. So 12 hours straight for two days in a row, 48 hours worth of live streaming. Um, and uh, yeah, it was absolutely amazing. But while we were doing this, uh, one of the one of the um, one of the presenters, uh, Chrissy, uh, got um, from the from the Jess and from the Chris and Jesse show. Um, she got kicked off her internet, I think, because she was talking about Monsanto. And then we started messaging while the other speakers are going, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get this this damn candidate website up." And I was like, "I'll do it right now." And she's like, "You're you're doing tit fest," and I'm like, "Yeah, I can put it together in five minutes." And she's been struggling with this for months. And so, like five minutes later, the candidate has a website up. All I'm waiting on is, is content from the candidate. And I ran into this in 2016. Like a lot of the candidates are like, you know, okay, yeah, the website's up, but let me get you the content. And it takes, it takes forever. So we have these, con these, these candidates who aren't seriously motivated. Whereas like me, I'm a fucking maniac. I'll put out like, I'll write five articles a day and make videos and do all kinds of, like, I'm doing that all day, even though I have a 40 hour job. <laughs> um, like I maintain like, okay, work and then get to work on the campaign. Um, and some of these candidates just are not, um, they're not ready to put in that kind of work or they don't really know. But so, so that's one of the things that we're doing with the SWAT team is we're, we're creating that training, but I'm also bringing them on my podcast to help get their name around. Um, we're going to start working with them to book them on other podcasts. Um, but it's like, it's, it's like these resources and knowledge that, you know, the, the party itself is not helping anybody out, out by much, you know, they're right. doing a little bit but they're not helping them like, yeah, are you building a mailing list? Go build a mailing list. Um, are, are you, do you have a website up? Let's put the website up for you. Like when you, when you talk about Democrats and Republicans, it's just like, I want to run. Okay. Here's your campaign manager. Here's your, here's your organization. They're going to take care of everything for you. All you have to do is go wherever they tell you to go and go up there and speak. That's how they do it. But we don't have those kind of resources. So I'm trying to kind of create that as much as possible to help these, these cross ballot candidates. I'm not sure exactly what um, Larry Sharp or any of these other guys are trying to do. Um, I know Vermin's campaign is trying to do what, what we did on McAfee because he's actually got some of those people working with him. Um, and whoever wins, it's probably going to be me or Vermin. And uh, we'll, we'll probably put our, our efforts together on that. Um, and I yeah. wanted to thank you for mailing me a taxation is theft patch. Appreciate Absolutely. That. <laughs> did you, would you put it on? Uh, I'm, I'm, I haven't even decided yet. So like right now I'm just I'm just like it's it's one of my prized libertarian artifacts. Okay, awesome. okay, so 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 Dan, I'm I'm just curious. Okay, rank your favorite LP presidential candidates besides yourself, one through five. One through five? Oh man, I can't really say. Well, okay, no, you, gonna... you can say like who's your favorite besides yourself. 
Yeah, I'm not going to say in any particular order, but I'm going to say... Why? Why? You can't be honest with us, dude? Because, I like, realistically, I think they're all awesome. They have different... It's like asking, like, which is your favorite, like, handicapped child, you know? Yeah, I mean... Bourbon, what are your favorite punk bands? <laughs> I, I could do that. You could do that? Yeah, well, I could do mind. it easily. Bad, yeah. bad example. Go ahead. Very Go ahead, easily. Dan. Go ahead, Dan. In any okay. order. In any order. In no particular order. Vermin Supreme, John McAfee, Adam Kokesh. Um, uh, let's see. Wait, is McAfee actually running for Libertarian? No, yeah, he's, he's running, running for, for BP, right? He's running for both. He's running how for about President. How about Jacob Hornberger? Are you- uh, it, I, I really like him personally, but I, I don't see him as a strong, uh, a strong candidate with the right kind of message that's going to bring new people in. Really? I mean, he, he's got the principles though down though. Yeah, and he gets, I mean, he, he'll he get into a room full of libertarians and they'll they'll like absolutely go apeshit crazy for him. And that's wonderful. But put him in like, what happens when you stick him in front of a room full of Democrats? Could we, could, would you loan him your hat if he gets the nomination? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't think he'd wear it. But, um, but, um, maybe but you know, like I think photo. you, I think you do have a good sense for, you know, for sort of uh, like branding and messaging and stuff. And, um, you know, maybe that can rub off on some of the other candidates too. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I, I mean, if the if that's the worst that comes out of this is is somebody else wins, but they steal some of my ideas, I'd absolutely be happy. Um, and uh, you know, we we talked about when it was earlier in the game before Hornberger joined and and before uh, Jim Gray joined. You know, we were all talking about how like, yeah, you know what? Um, let's let's kind of make like a pact that whoever wins, let's let's. Let's do this as a team, right? We'll we'll all support each other as actual like cabinet members or or however you want to call it, so that when we're going out to the media after we have this nomination, we have these surrogates kind of going around saying, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in charge of the IRS and I'm gonna fire everybody on day one." Um, you know, like and and then you know we get our foot in the door at multiple media outlets instead of just having one person, um, and we're we're just doing more that way um i'm not sure that some of the new guys are going to be into that kind of thing um hornberger might i don't think jim gray is i've got a couple issues with him he's he's got some he's got some statey kind of things he's into he he wanted certain members of the show arrested but uh other than that he's super nice guy yeah no i totally love him i think he he called for james babb's arrest dude i know but i still like him i don't hold you know what I, so many people have said that I can't hold it against him. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't said it. I mean, he came to me in California when I was wearing the big hat and he said, Oh my God, that's so amazing. I'm so glad you're out here doing that. I absolutely hate taxes. He's like, our future generations are, are like my grandchildren are being forced into a world of debt when, as they grow up that, that they never, you know, they never even spent. And, uh, but then, then he calls for this UBI which negative income tax, but it's a UBI. He's not calling for for UBI. He's talking for negative income tax. It's, it's the same yeah, thing. It's not the same thing. I looked it up. It's the same thing. Wait a minute. I want to know it's, the difference. Hold on, it's like fake news. A negative What's income tax Matt? is essentially a gradated, it's like a gradated UBI, wherein whatever amount of money you make, you get a different level of UBI, but it's still UBI. It's still a a monthly check that you're getting based on your income. How is that not UBI, Matt? 
That's just being yeah, contrarian. I'm just, different name. <laughs> I'm just being contrarian. Like, oh, okay. It's All like, right, great. All right, just because it, I thought it was the it, same too, but but other people thought there was some kind of like, no, it's not the same. It, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same. It all sounds like same, commie bullshit it's, to it's, me, it's, so it's, I don't it's, even. It's not a tax. It's a monthly civilized society fee. Like, I think it's pretty safe to say that both fall under the umbrella of commie bullshit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can't. I can't worry about the minute, de- you know, the details. Um, Call it whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I do agree. It's not. I mean, it's not a good idea. I agree with you on that. So, thanks, Kyle. Thank you so much, Kyle. <laughs> um, so we have another question, uh, also from Derek, and uh, he's he's asking. So there are there are anarchists out there that are that say that even participating in the political system is, you know, a violation of the Napper. Um, you know, consenting to the system. How do you how do you respond to accusations like that? Well, um, I I disagree. Um, I can see. I mean, if you're voting for the lesser of two evils, then of course, um, yeah. if you're if you're voting for somebody who wants to end every single bit of oppression, um, you're basically saying no. We want to insert somebody into your corrupt system that's going to stop all that. And if that person turns out to be a liar and doesn't do that. Well, then you got screwed. So that's not really your fault for for supporting that person. Although I, I guess it could be argued like, yeah, you can't trust politicians and you should have learned by now. that. You yeah, know. I mean, okay, here's what I would say. I would say, you know, because it's, 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 I would say it's like, who, who doesn't want to be more free? Right, well... I, I, I'm sure I could find some people. Voters. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to be more free? I'll trade in some of that freedom for a couple of free things. Um, yeah, that's. But uh, but yeah, yeah the, like, like, the, like the participation. Jared's always talking about freedom for shekels, right, Jared? Never for shizzles. <laughs> for shizzles. It's I, I see it like this. If um if so okay, let's let's say there's a tank on its way to your village and it's going to totally destroy your village and you run over to the tank and um, you can't shoot at it because it's armored. So you climb up on top of it, you rip the door open, you jump in, you throw everybody out and now you drive the tank away in a different direction. So it doesn't go to your village. Are you supporting that tank because you decided to become a part of it? Right. Do you so, really think you could c- commandeer the government like a like a, a tank? I mean, no. It um, sounds like a risky maneuver, and you've got a good chance <laughs> of getting run over by the tank before you get there. Yeah, and that's a that's a risk I'm willing to take. But at the same time, this is what's really interesting because this is what I say about libertarian philosophy. This is this is what a lot of the other candidates will miss: is you can't just convince enough people that like you're going to be the greatest leader of the you know of the world and you know, they're going to stick you in the White House and then you're going to be like, okay, now it's time to end everything. That's not going to happen um, unless either you lie to them to, to get into that position, which is an app violation, or unless you convince everybody that we should get rid of the government. And when they want you to go in there, then you can just sign off on the paperwork and be like, okay, guys, go home. That's it. It's over. Um, but that's not going to happen until people change their minds. And when you're running as a president to say that, cause this is, this is where people think like, why, why are you voting for a president? Right. Oh, somebody who's going to, who's going to execute the laws of the constitution. No, 
That's not why people vote. They vote because they want somebody to come along and solve their problems that they don't know how to solve. Big problems in their life that they don't know how to solve, right? It's, that's not what the system was designed for, for you to vote for, but that's why people are voting. And so if you come up there because we want to solve everybody's problem by saying, hey guys, if we get rid of this government thing um, and all the, problem it's, all the problems that it's created are going to go away. And when they start listening to like, okay, so where do they go shopping, right? Like if you're going to sell something to somebody who goes, if you have a video game and people go shopping for video games, where are you going to sell it? You're going to go to the store where they have the video games and sell it there, right? So if you're selling a solution to everybody's problems, are you just going to stand out on the corner and say, I got free solutions here? Or are you going to go to where they go shopping, which is the national debate stage or, you know, the, the political arena of, of politicians arguing over shit. So if you get into that stage, which is the shop where people go looking for their solutions to their life problems, and you get in there and say, hey, actually, your problems were created by these other guys and all these plans that they've come up with, then you start to change the minds of the people to say, yeah, you know what, I should stop shopping here. And then when everybody starts like, yeah, we're done with this government thing and you have enough people to say that, that's when the government starts shrinking. But the way it is right now, the reason we have government is not because we've got a handful of elites in Washington who are like, yeah, let's keep growing this thing. We have a big government because we have hundreds of millions of Americans who are willing to accept, yeah, this guy's probably lying to me, but I'll buy it. Sounds great. We fix that problem and big government goes away. That's the root. Hey, uh, Dan. Complete sense. Dan, uh, question. So, so you run the Taxation is Theft Facebook page, correct? Mm-hmm. The Taxation is Theft 2. What happened to the first one? Did it get It's zucked? taken by some guy. I think it's uh, a conspiracy theory. Like, it's got like some really like deep state kind of like, you know, the eyeball like with the triangle thing. QAnon it got okay, taxed. So, like, like when, did you, when did you start this page? Um, two, three years ago. Nice. I, you know, I just like, realized... What shirt I'm wearing. Just so you guys know, just so you can get the full picture. Except California. <laughs> what does it say? Yeah, it, 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 it starts says, off kind of status and it gets kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. You had to be in the California. First fuck California. Um, I can say that because I grew up there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, they are extremely controlling out there. I don't know what it is, but the uh, they're... They micromanage everything. You know, I always hear the construction regulations are very heavy. The traffic is um, terrible. Their management of roads is terrible. But they just they're they you'll buy a lawnmower and it'll say this is illegal everywhere except California. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I have. Um, I bought a gun in Texas and it said that on the box. Because <laughs> um, it had like a I think it had a thirteen round mag. So of course that's illegal in California. Shit. Are any guns legal in California? Like, yeah, actually, a lot of them. I've got a friend who's like, he's a nut. Like, he's he's he, like, he's got SBRs and and like, he's got a whole collection of like all kinds of crazy shit that you would think you couldn't get, but he's got you know, he knows all the loopholes and and all the paperwork well, yeah, and everything you have to do. But all of his magazines have like rivets in them or whatever because you can't have more than ten rounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For the I think for the magazines in California, you need like a key to like take them out of the gun or some sort of tool. Oh yeah, the bullet button. Yeah, that's yeah. So ridiculous. <laughs> they, they, so they made they made it's supposed to be a hole that you're supposed to push with a bullet. So like these other guys, these fucking geniuses, came up with this little magnet that sticks right on that button. So when you want to go actually use your gun, now you have a button. But then when you pack it up in your car, you take the button off, and it's just a little magnet. So you don't have to do all that. You just have like a regular button. Cool. Those are banned too, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
this would be like the state motto ban everything yeah Dude, yeah i mean that's yeah, so I was saying, like, 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 how long have you been into like liberty activism yourself? Um, first time I ran for office was 2014. Um, for wow. the Texas House, um, that's that's probably that that's right around when I got involved with the Libertarian Party. Um, so what you were doing other stuff before that, or what? not really? I kind of wanted to do a documentary on how like, um. Well, I, I was I, since I was already fighting traffic tickets and I found some really good ways around it. Um, I think I already got rid of my driver's license at that point and uh, stopped Wait, registering you, cars. You don't have a driver's license right now? No, I haven't had one in like 12 something years. Wow. Um, Tell us about that. Nice. Yeah. Tell so it's, that, so it's basically smoke and mirrors the way that they do this, right? Like um, the, the driver's licenses, vehicle registration, income tax and property tax are all technically unconstitutional. So the way that they get everybody to pay them is through like getting them to sign up for contracts and all kinds of like coercion and everything else, right? Um, and propaganda. So if people believe that they have to have something or pay something, um, then they will out of fear of what's gonna happen. But what, uh, you know, I started like hearing some, cause I was kind of into some of these, I was like, this, this, this is probably where this started. I was at the Trump Academy thing like where they had like free classes on you know come on we'll teach you how to be a millionaire and i was like okay so i went for free <laughs> and then like all these classes these guys it was kind of like tit fest like people were teaching different things on different subjects and it was all free and one of them was on like how to how to reduce your tax liability and so this guy was up there saying like yes yeah, so you can deduct this and this and this and this and money offshore and and then this this grumpy old guy with a cane he got up and he he yelled taxes are unconstitutional and he walked out of there and i was like okay fuck the rest of this thing i'm gonna go home and google that right now so i went down that rabbit hole and i found sovereign citizens i found like all these other groups that are like uh one of them's called like oh, what is it family uh, family something um family guardian um is a really interesting website with a lot of this this kind of stuff and like and i was like some of this sounds interesting some of it sounds plausible but some of it sounds like total bullshit so i was like okay i want to make a documentary and figure all this out and what actually happened was i started doing the documentary and i started like experimenting and when i found out how much of that was actually true i just got so depressed i couldn't finish the documentary um and we're talking about fake courts and like the 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 income tax and the fraud of the irs and all this other stuff um and i, I tested it and i proved it to be true so like i've gotten traffic tickets and, um, you know, they send me letters like, Hey, you got to pay up and I'll send them letters back. Like, you know, you guys are harassing me. And if you don't quit it, I'm going to sue you. And then I listed a couple federal laws and I never heard from them again. And then I did this on a parking ticket. And then like I did, I actually on, on one parking ticket, I was a little unsure about. So I actually sent them, it was for like an expired meter and, uh, and it was, you know, like 50 bucks. And I sent them, I sent them like $2 in cash in the mail. And I said, this is, this is because I didn't put any quarters in the meter. Here's a couple bucks. That's more than I would have had to pay. Um, if you, if you want the, if you, uh, what did I say? If you accept this money, then you have to get rid of this ticket. If you don't accept this money, you have to send it back. And then I'm going to go fight that ticket. And they didn't want to send it back. So they got rid of the ticket. Hmm. Because you know, two, yeah, you uh, hand is, you bet you you bet on their laziness. 
Yeah. And I don't know if it was that or if it was just like the, the other things that I said in there, like, you know, I have no contractual obligation with you. I have no obligation to pay this. Um, you're going to have to sue me in court. You're going to have to get an actual judge. And like, I always specify that it has to be a duly and, elected judge. And you know what? They had $2. Okay. Yeah. They got $2. Probably, and it, someone's and like it in any good Ferengi knows once you have their money, you never give so, it back. Yeah. Aside from parking tickets, have you not also been paying federal income tax? Um, off and on. I've, I've gotten away with it for a few years. Um, sometimes they, they come and, and raid my bank account. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, for the most part, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, at, I'm definitely at a net positive right now. Um, and as I learn more about how this works, I'm preparing to make sure that the next time they come around, that's not going to happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and this goes back to TitFest. I had a couple amazing speakers on there, three of them actually. Joe Bannister, who's the, who's the ex-IRS agent who hasn't paid income taxes in like in over 20 years. And he quit because he heard, he heard on the radio some crazy guy saying there's no law that says you have to pay income tax. So he did his research and he found out but it wait, was true. But what quit. about Erwin Schiff? What happened with him? He, um, so he went to prison. Yeah. Because... Yeah. <laughs> died so, so, in prison he died yeah, in prison yeah unfortunately so he actually and, and this is how i like to explain this right the first time anybody shot a rocket into space with people on it it exploded and a lot of people died now we shoot rockets into space all the time they take people up they take equipment up and like the the rate of failure is very very low did the laws of physics change no but now they understand the science, right? And so now people understand the science of how the IRS works better and they're able to not pay it. Whereas hmm. when Irwin was, was down this trail, he started back in the 70s where there wasn't the internet, there wasn't you know, search engines where you could search through the words of the law. You had to actually get these like tens of thousands of pages of IRS code and filter through it and try to figure out what's what. And so it's taken like 30, 40, 50 years for people really to get a, a crystal clear understanding of what this entire system is and how to just completely be gone with it. Gotcha. Um, so information and understanding of the tax code has improved enough where we can, yeah, where people can get away with it. Yeah. So it's, and it's really, there's a, there's a Dave champion who also spoke at TitFest. He's got a really awesome book called shattering the myths, which goes through and explains it really well. Mm -hmm. um, I like to send people to section 3402 C, which is uh, which is the law that requires withholding. Um, and it says, it says, you know, anybody who, who, this is the entire law. If you go to your, your employer, your human resources, and you ask them what's the law and withholding, they'll send you the 3402, um, C if they even know what they're talking about. And it says any employee who receives money has to have a tax withheld. And then you say, okay, but then you go to 3401 where it defines an employee and it defines an employee as a person who works for an employer, right? You're not an employee unless you're working for an employer. This is very important because these are legal terms, not regular words. Like when we say employee, this is a very specific meaning. An employee is only someone who works for an employer, which is then defined a couple, uh, a couple sentences down. An employer is a federal state or government agency or corporation, um, blah, 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 blah. So if you're not working for the government, they don't have to withhold your your taxes. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Dan, we're actually running out of time because, uh, okay. yeah, Jared. I'm long winded. Sorry. No, yeah, you're good, no, man. Dude, no, good. I've got to do fine. delegate. I've got. I'm a delegate, so I got to do delegate shit at nine. So, but yeah, give me, yeah. Give me your token, man. 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. He's asking for the sale. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I can't blame him, dude. Sale. I can't, I can't so, blame him. Or else I will send the IRS where you're waiting. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of the IRS for you. Hey, I appreciate hey, well, that. Dude, uh, Dan, is there anything you want to plug while you're on here? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll plug uh, taxationstheft.cards, um, taxationstheftfest.com, and of course, berman2020.com. Go check out all those websites. Really awesome stuff. Um, yeah. Um, uh, one thing I like to always end with is we are not government property. Just remember that. Make it your mantra. Say it every morning when you wake up. We are not government pro- property. Say it to yourself. I am free. Because when you say you are free and you understand you are free, you are free in your mind, then you erase all of the shackles they have built with all their propaganda. You understand you are free. You understand there are tyrants and criminals out there working for organized crime gangs that will do certain things to you if they don't like what you do. But as long as you can understand in your mind you are free and they are the ones who are criminals, then we'll be a lot closer towards our goals of freedom. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So... This podcast is brought to you in part of by Conversations About Freedom Podcast, hosted by Moral Bob. We have t-shirts over at uh, libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL, you'll receive a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more and you type in the code PRL2, you'll receive a 20% discount. Until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Dredging the flags and the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You suffer the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe the we have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights With the virtuous person fully comprehends The non-aggression principle The violence of the state becomes Absolutely!